Welcome to Soul Logic, not your breathy spirituality. This is neither tie-dye running through fairy fields nor corporate performance metrics, but increasing your inner authority and personal freedom, moving you from the corporate mindset to a conscious mindset. We're your hosts, Cindy and Scott, and we're here to put the practical into awakening. Welcome to today's episode of Soul Logic. We're going to be discussing intuition, how to recognize it, and how to use it in your life on a consistent basis so that it's not something where you say, I feel like I knew that or I should have done that, so that you can recognize it when it's happening and begin to trust it. This is a continuation of what we talked about in our last episode, which is on taking personal responsibility and expanding inner authority instead of giving our power away to external people and organizations, we begin to consolidate our own personal power. And by doing so, we're connecting at a more deeper level into ourself, allowing ourselves to hear what's coming from inside, allowing ourselves to hear those whispers that are coming from within. Yes, I think that's a great point. It's an internal guidance system. And I don't know about you, Scott, but I think the whisper is really key. I think our intuition never clonks us on the head. And I think that's part of why we tend to question it, maybe overrule it with our much louder mind than that internal sensation that comes from within that, that knowingness. You know, we might feel the prickle on the back of our neck when we turn a corner or sort of feel followed, or sometimes you can feel that energy of somebody looking at you and get that feeling. And it's, you look over and you, the person is actually looking at you or you are being followed. Like you can trust that guidance and that's your body responding, not your mind saying you're just being silly, right? (laughs) There actually could be danger. I mean, it's a, it's a way that our body protects us that knows and, and senses the environment around you, but then gives you information inside that you can react to and take in. If you're listening, I think the whisper is really, really key. If you're listening. Yeah. And I agree. It's a whisper because the mind will that constant chatter of barking dog in our mind will override it almost all the time. So it takes a lot of, I found it's taken some skill and a real commitment to silencing the mind to be able to recognize the intuition and that inner knowing and hear those whispers. So you lead a pretty scary life if you've been followed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was just an example, you know, oh, <laughs> I mean, well, haven't you ever been in a place where you're the next, the hair on your neck gets where you're like, mm, something's not right here. Maybe it wasn't being followed, but um, okay. just something's not in order. Right. I'm thinking of some <laughs> TV show or, some, or a movie where there's a car following you and creeping down the road. And I'm like, Cindy. <laughs> Fortunately, I have not had that experience, but good, I've definitely good. had the skin prickle at something. Um, and actually, it's funny. Uh, I should mention that it doesn't actually have to be something scary. I mean, sometimes I'm trying to think of a great of an example, but sometimes somebody will say something and I'll get like little goosebumps or like a little chill in a good way where you're like, it's like, you, it's almost like my intuition or my body saying like, yes, that's right. Even though I wasn't really even thinking about it as an intuitive kind of thing. When we started this podcast, I played a little bit of it for somebody I deeply respect. And I knew she was going to say, oh, I got goosebumps when she heard it. And after I stopped the recording, she said, I just got goosebumps. And I said, I knew you were going to say that. I felt it. <laughs> right. So I was just tying into your goosebump example or the, the prickly, you know, hair. Yeah. Like no, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So I have two stories that are, they both involve water, which is pretty interesting. 
Mm. And one of the stories was I was kind of, I wasn't really rushing around, but I was getting ready to go somewhere. And it was really, it was raining very heavily outside. I had no reason to go into the living room. I would have normally just kind of walked out the front door. But something told me to go to the living room, to the sliding door. And when I did, I noticed that there was water leaking from above onto the hardwood floor mm. that had just started. I was going out for the day. So this was, ju it just started. And I was like, wow, that is amazing. I wasn't doing anything to block what was coming through that whisper. The thing is I followed it. You know, in the past I might've said, no, I'm too busy or I would have, maybe I was kind of tempted to go look in the living room, but then I would have thought, why would I go there? I don't need to go there. I'm supposed to be going out the front door, not the back of the house. Right. I found this water. I was like, oh, wow, I got a real problem happening here. So I was able to put some plastic outside and, and protect it for at least that period so that the floor wasn't, so the water wasn't going to come in and cause damage. So I think that was a pretty interesting example because it's something that on the surface seems like absolutely nothing, mm -hmm. but it could have been something significant. And because I listened, but it's one thing to hear it and it's the other thing to take action, isn't good it? Good point. Yes, yeah, that's so a really good point. I could have heard it and thought, okay, I'll ignore that. And the action would be the mind saying, no, continue doing what you were doing. It's funny that you say, you talk about the taking action. Like, uh, as you're speaking, I'm thinking about, as I always say, I tend to live above my neck, but um, a couple times or a few times, or when I really understand that I'm listening to my intuition is when I move. Now I move a lot. <laughs> I own up to that, but I was living in Southern California and everything was fine. Life was going along quite lovely. Right. And then all of a sudden I just got this feeling like I have to move. I have to move, but I like, I want to stay on the West coast and I didn't act on it immediately. I just kind of let it percolate. I thought, well, that's me getting bored and deciding to move. And then I could feel it in my body saying, no, you got to move. And so I started looking up the coast and I ended up in Vancouver, Washington, where I have never actually been. <laughs> it's across the river from Portland, which I had been to many times. And I'll just tell you the house that I ended up buying was bigger than I intended to buy. It needed more work than I wanted to put into it. And it was more expensive <laughs> than I wanted. And I was like, it's perfect. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <You're> but, right. <laughs> but I knew there was something about this house. I was like, I'm going to live here. I'm going to live here. And it was kind of a hard process to get the house purchased, but I'm telling you, I could feel it in my bones that I was going to live here. I was here during COVID. I was grateful to be here during COVID versus down in Southern California. Sometimes you think of, I, I think of intuition as like little small things sometimes. And I think I don't attribute the move so much to my intuition, but I know deep down, I mean, it was 100% intuition to move. And it's interesting because it wasn't a place that you had consciously thought about or logically thought about that you were going to move to. No, when it started to come into my mind, it just kept re getting reinforced, reinforced. No, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to, here's more encouragement. Here's more encouragement. And when my mind would say, oh no, look, my other friends are doing this. I should stay here. There were other signs equally as strong, if not stronger saying, no, no, time to go. <laughs> look, we're going to offer you this house. That's perfect for you, even though it was, it felt kind of imperfect and we're going to just make this happen. And you said you felt it in your bones. Mm-hmm. What is, can you describe that more? Oh gosh. It's just a sense of knowing, honestly. And it's like, it felt like for me again, because I live in my head, it was like, 
it was literally much deeper. It was like in my stomach area. If you want to be really, it felt really in the center of my body, in the center of the center, right? So in the center of my solar, you know, sort of solar plexus. Pulp, so your you know. sacral chakra, your root chakra, yeah. really in that, that the base area. Yep. The, the, the power center, which is true. Yeah. And it was powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And when that happened this last time, I realized that that's happened to me before. So I moved from Denver to Southern California and I, that was the same sensation, but I just didn't recognize it then necessarily. I thought my mind was in charge Mm -hmm. this time, really understanding that it was coming from a different place. It just kind of felt like my body almost was waiting for my mind to catch up. Did your mind kick back a little bit or or did your mind protest any of this? Because I know that's been my experience in the past. So logic sets in, this is ridiculous. What are you thinking? That's not, come on, you don't want to do that. The house is too big. It's too expensive. It needs work. What's going on? You're crazy, right? All these thoughts that that sabotage that feeling. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I think I didn't protest the move, but for for the house, because like, it wasn't anything that I thought I, I thought I wanted and and I'll just, I mean, I've kind of had, a, I've been here now two years. It's been kind of a, it's, I've had a lot of resistance around it because it did need work right? and I didn't really want to do it. I was like, I didn't want this. I wanted a house that was already you know done. I could just move into it and it's like low maintenance. And I really appreciate the fact that I got to do a bunch of work, to be honest, you know, I'm coming around to it. I'm accepting it. I'm understanding the lessons behind it. So there is that wisdom that I think grounding me in a way that I haven't been grounded before that I didn't think a home would do for me, honestly, because I've never really been very attached to places. Yeah. I'm learning a lot. I mean, I called a couple of friends even where like, I think about buying this house. This isn't anything that I was, I wasn't even looking for this. I don't actually even know how I found it. You know. <laughs> so, when you first yeah, for sure. visited the house, what was the feeling? Oh, great. I loved it immediately. Immediately. Yeah. The confirmation uh, there. Did you feel it in a certain part of your body? Well, that's a good question. You know, I think, okay, that's so interesting to ask. Cause I think that moves up into the more of the heart center, right? Like it just right. felt like my heart center lighting up and it's in the, the city, but there's wood. So it feels very protected and that lots, lots of nature accessible, like right out my back door, literally it just made my heart sing. Literally. Literally. Yeah. yeah. It was really cool. Very terrifying cool. honestly but cool you know it's like well I, look at this two years later and as you said you were glad to have been there through all that's happened in the last year and a half yeah and it still feels great yeah it was a haven really i mean mm-hmm. it was just a really lovely haven what um kind of what advice would you give our listeners when they're hearing the whisper but then the mind starts talking louder and louder any advice that you would give them when you think back to other experiences in your life where you've heard the whisper, but you didn't take action? <laughs> You're just teeing me up today, Scott. <laughs> I know. I know. My advice would be listen, because <laughs> I've had the opposite experience. Just really quickly, I did a, when I lived in Denver, I hiked a lot. And one morning I would hike with my hiking buddy and she wanted to go do this nine mile hike, which would on a normal day be no problem. But I had been really sick leading up to it. And I knew I wasn't in the best physical spot to be doing a nine mile hike. And what I said to her was, I'm like, I'll do, I'm, I will go on a hike with you if you're willing to do a shorter hike. And she said she was. So we head off to our hike while we get there and it's still a nine mile, like it's a, it's a four and a half mile out and back. It's a nine mile hike. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I I'm look not sure at her. How that became shorter, but yeah. And I was like, mm. I feel I felt a little tricked, right? I mean, and I knew at that moment. Of course, we did some negotiation at the beginning, like we don't have to do the whole trip and blah blah blah. But I also knew my friend, and I knew that she was going to want to do the whole thing. So in that moment, I didn't want to disappoint, right? Like we were already there. It was like an hour and a half away. We'd taken the time and I knew she really wanted to hike and I like to hike. So we, we start off and we hike up for a little bit. And then there's this down, we're hiking to a lake down this fairly steep trail down. And at the top of the trail, I hear my inner voice say, stop. And I, it makes me pause for a second. And I was like, oh. And then I still went right. And I start going down and I'm not too far down. And I, I heard some, I don't remember what the Lex one said, but it was pretty much like, if you keep going, you're not coming back up, <laughs> you know, like it was pretty significant. And I did stop at that point in time. And I just said to my friend, like, look, I will, I'll sit here. I'll wait for you. You can go do the whole trail. It's no problem. It really wasn't, you know, but I'm like, I, I'm not going to do this, but it was significant. I mean, I, I, the damage was kind of already done. So she ended up turning around and we, we went back, but I had gone too far. My, my had pushed my body too far that, that night we had dinner with some friends and I'll just make this short and not TMI. I mean, I got ill, right. I'm pretty significantly ill and just basically set myself right back into that prior illness that I had, you know, stomach flu and that kind of stuff. And I paid the price. I didn't listen. It was the clearest voice I've probably ever heard from myself. Stop. Right. You know, we talk about the whisper and this one was, it wasn't a shout, but it was a really clear, really, really clear message. And I yeah. just, I did pause and then kept going and I got the smack right back. Well, How about you? Point. Have you had that experience? Yeah. Not, uh, not necessarily <laughs> The smack You're a better like listener. <laughs> I don't know that I'm a better listener. I usually, after the fact, I would say, oh, I wish I had paid attention. I wish I had done mm. that. I wish I had listened. But I have another story that is not nearly as dramatic as either of yours. And or, Oh, is, come on, then jazz it up a little. <laughs> it's really pretty pathetic, but it, it involves water again. But I, I love it because it's, it's so maybe mundane, mm -hmm. but the outcome could have been so different. I needed to buy a shower curtain liner of all things. So, and I really don't like shopping. So I'm not a person that would be hanging out in stores. So to get me into a store in the first place is, is a major effort. Anyway, I was in something like a Target or wherever, Kohl's, I don't know. And I was buying shower, I really very practical in a shower curtain liner. That's it. Mm -hmm. And something told me buy towels, buy bath towels and towels you know, hand towels, which I didn't need towels. So I, I thought, well, now that's strange. I don't need towels, but I'm going to go to the towel section. And there were these towels that were on sale and they were kind of nice. So I thought, okay, I'll buy four of these and four of these and, you know, bought a set of towels. Didn't need it, but I bought <laughs> it. I came home and some of the towels were underneath the, underneath the sink and the vanity. That's first, that's where I had them. Mm -hmm. So I opened up the doors and I noticed as I'm putting towels in there that it's leaking. Oh, I have a leak happening from the faucet. And I'm like, how interesting. And it hadn't been leaking that long. You know, I have this connection to leaking water, but it hadn't been clearly. leaking that long, clearly, right? It hadn't been leaking that long. And I thought, how interesting. 
I didn't need towels. I bought towels. I listened to that message to buy towels. Didn't question it. I just thought, all right, I'll buy some towels. That was the reason to buy the towels, to open that door in the vanity, to put them away and find the leak. Because I may not have opened it for another few days or whatever. Right. Oh, I'm loving this. It wasn't a place I normally go into, you know? So I thought, okay, two examples of leaking water where it, it was caught right in the beginning. And if I had not listened to my intuition, there could have been significant damage in both because yeah. wood and wood in both places. Right. Well, you know what? I mean, you talk about it not being dramatic, but I don't think intuition needs to be dramatic. I mean, <laughs> I think when you ask like, what's the thing, it's like you listened, you listened too. I mean, I guess I would ask you the question, how do you hear it when it is so subtle? Because I clearly need a two by four, <laughs> you know, or a deep bodily experience. But um, I think it's a really good illustration or contrast between the two. You are more in tune with the subtleties of your intuition, or, you know, maybe that happens to me. I don't even know it, or maybe I just ignore it. I don't know. So I think, you know, how do you, you didn't question, have you ever questioned your, oh, many times. your, you know, your intuition? You're like, why am I going to buy towels? Yeah. And how did you mind, learn to start trusting it? Yeah, absolutely. My mind would be like, you don't need towels. What do you think you're buying towels? We'll just get out of here. You got what you needed. Mm-hmm. I think what's happened is particularly this, these two examples happened maybe three years ago, four years ago, but particularly in the last few years, I've made an effort to slow down. Mm. And I, I attribute being able to hear the whispers or the, the intuition, the, you know, that insight because of slowing down and not being so busy and going from place to place. So, so quickly, you know, frantic, mm-hmm. really it's helped a lot in almost everything. <laughs> Let's break that down a little bit though, for people, because slowing down, that could be a, quite a broad term, right? So you're, let's just even take your last one. You're in the store. Like, are you just going to one place that day? Is that you're slowing down? Is it, you're just not rushing through the store? Like just, if you can get detailed about how you actually oh, slow down, I think it could be helpful. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a good point. Slowing down. No, I probably went to several different places if I was out, but I went in that store specifically for the shower curtain liner, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was in that area of the store and I thought I heard towels. It's not because I saw a big thing of towels. I had to walk over to the towel area. It's all in the same mm-hmm. area. And, but I heard it because I wasn't distracting myself with something else. So in addition to not being as, as busy, I think the biggest thing is also making a conscious decision to be more present. And by being more present in every every you know situation as much as I can be it's helped me hear those subtle whispers it's helped me hear anything that's coming from within or from just anywhere from anywhere I think that's a good point it's almost like slowing the pace of your mind maybe maybe um, that's it slowing the pace of my mind yes right because you could to your point be going to several different stores have lots of things to do but you're not picking up a shower curtain while you're ticking off three to-do list things in your head necessarily you're right. picking up your shower curtain and right. or sending a text message and picking up a shower curtain and look, no, I'm, I'm not doing all that. I'm really making an effort to be much more present and focused on what I'm doing when I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's really good advice and hard to do 
especially these days, but I do think it's when that mind is, we haven't really talked about meditation necessarily, but I do think is I've become more in tap in tune with my intuition as I've done more meditation. And I have, I mean, been able to slow, slow my mind. I know I, I can still get distracted for sure. I mean, I think that's why some less subtle <laughs> reminders from my intuition. I just think that's a really good point of slowing the pace of the mind and being present. Yeah. And I, I feel like with the meditation aspect of it, the more I've been meditating, starting every day with meditation, it has really helped to be more mindful. And it's, yeah, I'm definitely more mindful of my, my thoughts, my words, my actions. And I've been able to see more of the connection between everything around me mm-hmm. when I'm more present. Mm-hmm. So instead of my mind kicking back and saying, that's ridiculous. You don't need towels. You get plenty of towels in the house. Yeah, you can buy towels, but you don't need towels. Instead of all that happening, and it might've happened, but then I thought, I thought, no, let me listen to this. Let me go see what towels are. Why why not? I was open to it. I didn't dismiss it right away. That makes me think of discernment as well, right? Because there could be some things that aren't actually intuition that is just your busy mind saying, go get in addition to towels, get spoons you know, or something, right? <laughs> that didn't happen that day, but yes. <laughs> I'm just curious if you have the discernment of like, this is, this is a message from myself, my intuition versus this is my mind trying to dictate my actions. Well, I've like the question I asked you, where did, would you feel it in your body? Mm-hmm. And when I'm feeling that intuition come through, it's definitely in my, um, my torso. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, it's definitely in the body, but when I'm thinking something, I do clearly know that it's coming from the head. Yeah. That's so, yeah, I think that's actually really great advice for people. And as we wrap up this, mm-hmm. just as people want to start tapping into their intuition, I think it's one is slowing the mind. If you can meditate, that's great. I also like contemplation, which is like somewhere between active thinking and no thinking. I, you know, if there's some topic that's kind of on your mind, so just sort of, you know, if you're walking and let it run in the background, but you're, it's not mindless, but you're not kind of percolating in there. I like that too, but just also recognizing sensations in your body and what that means. Yeah. Because like you said, you know, you might get the the shivers or the goosebumps or your hair starts to stand up, whatever it is. I mean, or even that, that, that pain in your stomach, it, it, they're yeah. all signs from the body. The body is, the body's intelligence is so vast. And we are generally very disconnected from our body. Mm-hmm. And we feel, and I'm generalizing, but many of us are only relying on the intelligence from our mind, which is really so limiting. Yeah. And the other piece of it too, is I think we've become so accustomed and tolerant of being distracted, which is such a sad state of humanity, really. You know, our mobile phones are on all the time. They're beeping and they're buzzing and they're dinging and they're flashing mm-hmm. and doing everything else that it does right with all these notifications it's no surprise that we're not used to hearing our body because there's so much out there competing for what we're hearing yeah and i really like the application of mindfulness to the body if you put those two together right i think that's i mean mm-hmm. there's mindfulness i don't mean to say that that's but just putting mindfulness being present and really understanding yeah. i mean like your heart racing even a little bit you know oh, or something absolutely. just or getting a little warm or clammy, getting hot, or, you know, even getting cold can be a sensation that you get. I think when you're getting information from your body, like your body is trying to say, Hey, 
pay attention here, pay attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and being able to do that is really what we're talking about right here at soul logic. It's creating that inner harmony and recognizing the mind and the, the intelligence of the mind, the logic of the mind, but also our soul and the rest of our body has so much intelligence to share with us. And the more that we can create that inner harmony, we become so much more powerful as we expand our own inner authority. I agree. I agree. So for listeners, anybody listening to this, feel into your body, your body's intelligence, try to understand, you know, I think if you listen to your body first and then use your mind and your logic to understand what it's asking you to do would be a really interesting experiment to try. I agree. I, I try to do that quite often. And it, it is very interesting. I'm always surprised at what the mind comes up with, but also what sometimes the intuition is or what the inner knowing is. Right. And just follow it once, just follow it, see what happens. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Play along. It doesn't have to be buying a house for goodness sake, right? No. You know, like go buy no. towels before you go buy, buy a towels, house, right? go buy the house <laughs> <laughs> and have fun with it. Right. I mean, that's, that's what we're doing here. And that's what we want to encourage you to do is have fun with this. None of it really is too serious. Just have that's a good right. time with it. And, and it's, um, it's a process connecting you more with you. Yeah. Enjoy. Right. Enjoy getting in touch with that intuition until <laughs> our next episode. Take care. At Soul Logic, we're excited to explore all of these topics and spirituality that is not breathy. Exactly. We have our <laughs> online course, Your Roadmap to Awakening. You can see it online at roadmaptoawakening.com. I'm Scott Mascherelli. I'm Cindy Jennings. We're so thrilled you joined us today. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care.